Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hi, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live exclusively on Radio Andy Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to answer all your questions, so call me right now. Dial 844-305-ANDY. That's 844-305-2639. Excuse my voice today, guys. I've been struck down with a lurky, which is what we call an unidentifiable cold illness thingy uh, in growing up in England. So I've got got the Fashion Week lurgy, but boy, it's been amazing to be in New York. I love it so much. It's been such a fantastic week. So grateful to be here as always. Um, so I have some news, which is that for a long time, I've manifested us all hanging out in a place and drinking margaritas and chatting about all the things that we'd like to chat about. And finally, my manifestation dreams are coming to life. So March 10th in Austin, one of my favorite cities 
in the world, the best people, the best memories, I am doing It's Me Tinks live IRL. So we're going to do a live show. It's the first night of South by Southwest because you know me. Need need to need all the attention on us the first day so that for the rest of South by everyone's thinking about uh, our gang. And it's going to be at Emos Austin. So if you want to get tickets, it's emosaustin.com, E-M-O-S-A-U. S-T-I-N.com. And if you want to come on stage and chat about anything, just email the normal email for the show. It's me tanks at SiriusXM.com with Austin in the subject line. And I really do mean anything. Like we're going to be in person and it's going to be at night. So we can really go there. Whether you want to talk about a problem that you're having, whether you want to talk through box theory, whether you want to pull, maybe you want to pull your boyfriend up on stage and we can hash something out, the three of us. Maybe you want to bring your friend on stage. Maybe you don't even have a question. Maybe you just want to talk about, um, I don't know, a fatal flaw th- friend theory. You want to talk it through. I'm so excited, you guys. I really, this is so, I'm scared shitless, honestly, but um I, I can't wait. This year, I just want to do everything that scares me. And this is part of my like trying to slow down time thing. So go to emosaustin.com, get your tickets. And if you want to come and chat with me on stage, then write in. I can't wait to see everyone. We're going to be having ranch water. We're going to be serving looks. We are going to have a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I, I really, really can't wait to see you all. In-person stuff is increasingly the only thing that matters to me. I mean, I love I love the show. I love it all. It's a way to connect. We can't hang out every day, but those in-person moments mean the world. So, I can't I can't wait to meet you all and see you all and talk to you all um on stage. Hey, I thought of one more reason. If you have a really really good ick story, come on stage and we'll tell it. So, we'll we'll talk it through together. Um okay, I think we're going to talk with Patrick first. Hi Patrick, good morning. How are you? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Hi, Patrick. What's going on? Hey, uh, thank you so much for taking my call. Of course. Uh, I just uh, have been in a predicament for the last couple of months, and there's I've wanted to talk to you pretty much every single day about this. Um, okay. But I'll get right into it. I moved down to Miami a couple of years ago, okay. and um, I was friends with a bunch of couples. I actually called you like near, I think in April of last year. I was friends with a bunch of couples. Yeah, I remember and, you, know, you they, called because they were all, you were like the only single friend. I actually remember that call. I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I listened to that like a hundred. And um, basically, I finally was able to meet the most incredible guy. And we've been together for about the last six months. Okay. And it's been great. I'm like in love. He's tremendous. He's brought so much joy to my life. Amazing. We are a perfect match and everything is going well however some of these older friends the couple friends were kind of giving me some like pushback because i just uh, when i first started um dating him just because i think um i was always so available and had like fomo about like going out to dinners going to the clubs going to the gym or anything so i was always like super available that it was almost like jarring that i started to like push back and almost have more control to my life and I am kind of avoid controversy or like conflict. And so, you know, time would go on where I was distancing myself from these friends, like through, I feel felt like boyfriend sickness. And it's come to a point now where 
I keep in touch with some of them, but it's almost, they're always like, where are you? You like, you disappeared. Like, where'd you go? But, you know, I think like a lot of these people and friends were like, not people that I necessarily even wanted to hang out with. It was more like I was alone. I was lonely and like wanted to right. be doing stuff. Right. So I'm in this place where like the, the most, the most manipulative person out of the group, like removed me and from Facebook and Instagram and oh, all this God. shit and doesn't talk to me. And pretty much I, in we never had like a blowing out. It was more just like a faded away and yeah. it kind of like turned into, if I go out and shit, I don't want to, like, if I see these people, are they going to like confront me or like, should, should I write them a letter and be like, you know, I just, I don't know, like so, so much time. It's like, it's like been six to seven months where it's kind of like we faded away. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know. Should I, do, I, I feel like I, I, I'm not about Gavin closure. I don't believe in that either, but like, is there anything I can do to like salvage just so I like feel good about the relationship with all the rest of these people? I'm like talking in a total circle, but I think you get what I mean. It was almost like this is the best thing that could happen to me. And I'm not like going out all the time, which is shit I didn't even like doing anyways. And I yeah. think about when you talk about going out to dinner with people and you're like, why the hell am I even at this? That like used to happen all the time with these people. So I'm like, why am I caring so much about I get it. No, I, listen, I get it. I think it's a couple of things, right? I think, first of all, maybe they were your party friends. And sometimes we have party friends when we're single. And then when we get into a relationship, it's not that we're, you know, dissing them or whatever, but they were always party friends. And that's okay. We have different types of friends for different things and different eras in our life. And that is more than okay. And I think it sounds like you had a group of casual friends that you like to hang with. And then you got into an amazing relationship and they kind of faded away. And, you know, if some of them took that really personally, that's, you know, it's not ideal, but it's really nothing that you did. If you care about the remaining people in the friend group, then I think it's pretty simple. I would just put in light effort and say, you know, even make a joke of it and be like, you guys, I've been so head over heels with my new relationship, but you know, I do really value you. Why don't we hang out on Saturday? I'm going to plan a lunch or why don't we all go out together? You know, just doing a little bit of light um, putting in that light effort so you do maintain those friendships because I do think it's important. And even if they are party friends, it's nice to have and it's nice to maintain those friendships and, and have things outside of your relationship because, you know, you never know when you're going to, you know, eventually, I hope it never ends. But for most people, the honeymoon yeah. period ends and you want to hang out with, you know, people outside of your relationship. And I also think it's really healthy to have friends outside of your relationship. And maybe one night, you know, you'll decide, hey, I feel like going out and, and your partner doesn't and you're just like okay like I'm gonna go hit these people up so just put in a little mm -hmm. light effort and just acknowledge where you're at and uh and go from there yeah I you're you're totally right I I think I just have been scared because so much time has gone by that I'm like oh my god are they got, they're they're all pissed at me and but like I think the uh, light effort list is exactly what I yeah Okay. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be I fine. Mean, they, yeah. They're doing their own thing, living their best life, and now it's like my turn to do that. So, yeah, I think we're yeah. on the right track. Oh, all right. I yeah. just rambled on forever. I really appreciate it. You didn't. You didn't. And listen, I'm so happy that you found someone who makes you feel sparkly. That's the best of all. And uh, yeah, I, I just enjoy it. It's beautiful, and it's great. So I'm happy for you. Get down to South Beach. We're waiting on you. Oh, no, I love it in Miami. I will. I will. <laughs> Have fun. All right. Enjoy. Bye. Oh, yeah. That early stage of boyfriend sickness is, uh, it can be severe. 
But again, I think it's so important to, um, you know, to hack, to maintain those friendships. And it's like fun. It's fun to go out with people and then come home to your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And like, you're in a good mood. You've seen different shit. Like it's, it's hard to fight the boyfriend sickness, but it's necessary. Okay. Let's chat with Mia. Hello. Hi, Mia. It's nice to finally talk to you. Hello. So nice to finally talk to you. What's going on? All right, so I have, like, a very tinks question, I think. Okay. Um, I am dealing with a bout of comparison, and I have been telling myself your favorite mantra, um, but I just, I moved to a new city a few months ago, and I used to have, I used to live in San Francisco, the best city ever, and I had a ton of friends there, I loved work there, and I've now moved to a new job in a place where I really don't have that many friends, and I can't help but compare myself to the past version of me. Right. And all of my friends in that city or just all over the place. And I think I'm really bad at my job now, which I, which is new. Um, yeah. Wait, sorry. Just, when did you move? How long ago did you move to this new city? Two months ago. Oh my God. You are so brand new. It's insane. You're so brand new. You know what I say? It takes a year to adjust a full calendar year. And I'm not saying you're going to be miserable for the whole year at all, but you have to cut yourself some slack. You made a huge, huge move. New job, new city. You know, how old are you? Uh, 23. You're, yeah, you're, you know, you're so young. There's a lot of change afoot and it's a lot. So please go easy on yourself. Like I know you're comparing, you're like, why did I move? Like what, why can't I just be with all my friends? Like I hate my job. What, what did I, what have I done? You've got to give yourself grace because you did a big thing. You really did a big thing. It's like a lot to move and to change and to uproot yourself and, and take a risk. But I promise you, you are truly doing great and you just, you need to give it time. You just need to give yourself grace and try not to compare. Sorry, I totally cut you off. Keep going, but that's what I think already because two months is just like so fresh. Okay, that already makes me feel better. But I guess my <laughs> final question was just like, do you have any tangible steps at work to be like, this isn't, like if something isn't working, I just get so anxious. Like do you have any tangible steps to be like, okay, you know what, like, work is just work like I I find it so hard like I'll go home at like 8 p.m. and still thinking about it and I just can't get over this one thing I couldn't figure out like do you have any tangible steps to just turn your brain off of that one thing I think that work anxiety is so real and it really I really would caution against letting it permeate your home time which I know is so hard because like we think we go home at the end of the day and we're critical of everything that's happened but you are still learning. Okay. You are 23. You are brand new in this job. You're still so new to the workforce and you have to remind yourself that everybody starts where you are and that's normal. No one expects you to know how to do everything because you're new and you're learning. And you know, people, one, another thing that really makes me feel good is like what, People who are higher up and older than you in the workplace want to see is curiosity and a willingness to learn. They don't look for the person who's perfect. They don't look for, you know, someone who knows all the answers or whatever. They look for the person who has a good attitude. And it's like what I always say, work hard and be nice to people. They're not going to fault you if you don't know, like, or if you can't figure it out, you have to ask for help at all. In on the contrary, they will be so pleased if you're like, oh, 
um, you know what, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me? Or do you, do you mind showing me what to do? I really want to learn how to do this. That will show them like, wow, this girl has an amazing attitude and she's willing to learn, willing to ask questions. Asking questions is like the best, coolest, smartest thing you can do. It really, really sets you apart because it's like, okay, this person's here to learn. No one knows what, what the fuck is going on, on the, in, in the beginning. Everyone has imposter syndrome. But the thing that sets people apart is being like, I don't know how to do that. Can you help me? It's like, it's the coolest thing you can do. Okay. I'm going to have to start doing that. I get so much anxiety about asking a question, but I know I just, I have to just bite the bullet and do it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And it's like the sooner, it's like when someone has something in their teeth, it's like the same thing. The sooner you do it, the better. I mean, obviously like try and work out the answer because like there was times in my job when I'd be like, I literally can't open the computer. And they were like, it's the on button. You didn't want to try that first. But, uh, I, you know, do it, do it soon. You know, don't sit there at your desk for a day freaking out. And then the next day be like, oh God, like, can you help me? Just say, hey, I've been trying to figure this out. I tried this, this and that didn't work. Can you, can you explain it to me? Boom. Easy, simple. It's just, it's the way forward. And again, it shows like that you have a good attitude and you're, and you're willing to learn. So you're going to do great. You're so, you're so fresh to all of it. Just please give yourself grace. You just had a big move. Um, and, and try to stay out of comparison. Okay. Thank you. This is so helpful. I love you so much. I love um, you. And I'm really, really proud of you too. I'm really, really proud of you. You're going to be proud of yourself very soon as well. You're going to look back and be, and be glad that you did this. Thank you. Rich mom walk in Chicago this summer. Please. I would love that. I would love that. Love you tons. Proud of you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, a big move. It's a big move. Moving is so difficult. I, uh, yeah, it's, that's really hard. And starting a new job is hard. Everyone needs to be easier on themselves. Okay, let's talk to Sienna. Hi, Pink. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Um, well, first of all, I'm a fellow Stanford girly. So oh, hell like, yeah. Go card. Go card. I love it. Love it. Um, but I'm calling because I have been seeing this guy for about four and a half months and three months in to us dating. He told me that he was going to have, I mean, he was going out of town for work for like five months. Okay. Which is insane. And at first I was like super stressed, long distance, never done it before. And it's so far it's been okay. Um, but I'm going to visit him in about a week and I'm stressed cause I'm just really bad at living in the moment. And I think I'm constantly future tripping and catastrophizing, you know, things that could go wrong either like on the trip or in the future. And I just really need solid advice about how to, just kind of put those anxieties away and live in the moment with this relationship, especially because, you know, this is going to be a romantic five day trip. And then, you know, who knows when I'll get to see him again, you know? Right. Right. So it's like how to stay, how to not future trip, how to stay in the present. It's hard. Yeah. It's really it's, hard. It's yeah. so hard. And I think it's just, I really struggle with it too. I feel you. And it's just, especially when you're excited about things, it's, it's hard either way. It's hard not to have, you know, mm -hmm. negative future tripping or positive. And it's just like, oh gosh, it's, it's a struggle every day to stay in the present. Um, I guess I would say practically journaling really helps me 
stay in today because it makes me think, what do I have to do today? What do I get to do today? And what's going on in my life? What am I grateful for right now? And sometimes like you want to say things that you're grateful for, like, oh my God, I'm grateful when I'm going to be reunited with the person I'm dating or whatever, or this trip. But it's best to be like, I'm grateful for, you know, the fact that I know my office is getting a fun lunch today, that I have a pedicure scheduled with my best friend, and then I'm going to go to workout class after work. Small things like that, they ground you in today because you know, my therapist always says to me, she's like, all we have is today. It's today. That's Mm -hmm. what we're living in. And the more you appreciate it and feel it, it's the better it is. And recently I've been very into feeling my feelings, which I know sounds so, you know, woo woo, whatever. But by that, I mean, like for you, you know, really labeling those feelings, be like, why am I thinking about the future? Let's break it down. I have anxiety that it might not work, or I'm excited that I'm going to see them Mm -hmm. soon, or I've never felt this way before. And that that's overwhelming. And just like breaking down the feelings, because I actually am starting to think that we go to future tripping, because we don't want to feel our feelings. Like for me, a lot of the times I'll future trip because I'm anxious, right? So instead, I try to pull it back and just be like, Whoa, instead of imagining this thing happening in the future, I'm going to I'm going to call out my feelings. Like for me the personal example is like the live show that I'm going to do in Austin. I'm nervous, right? And instead of right. imagining that I'm like going to trip and fall on stage, you know, I just say to myself, "Tinks, today you're feeling anxious because this is something you've never done before." And that is very grounding and it kind of just deflates the the level of the emotion. So for you, I would just like write down how you're feeling. You're excited. You're nervous. You're uh, feeling happy. You know, it's confusing, like all of those things. And just be like, this is where I'm at today. And that's really beautiful and okay, whatever it looks like. Yeah, that's so true. And I think to your point, like being able to distract yourself with the other things that, especially since it is long distance, like seeing friends and going out and, you know, working out and all of those things really helps sort of manage the yeah, manages the anxiety in the moment. I think I just need to remind myself that, like, I don't want to look back on this time and this relationship in the future and be like, oh, like, I wish I had just, like, really lived in the moment with this guy that I really like instead of, like, worrying about things that I don't even know are going to happen. Exactly. Like, we plan and God laughs. Like, we we truly, like, we have no idea what's going to happen. And, and that's the, the thing. It's like I always try to remind myself in the beginning of some, dating someone, it's like, no amount of thinking is going to change this, right? No amount of future tripping is going to help steer this in one direction or the other. And it's like, that's, it's sometimes we waste time or like waste energy rather on the future tripping when really we should be just enjoying the moment, even if the moment is anxiety. And that's like been an unlock for me lately is even if what you're feeling in the moment is anxiety, feel that because it's real, because it's happening now. Like present anxiety is a more real experience than future tripping happiness or future tripping sadness. Does that make sense? Like that has just been such an unlock for me. I'm like, wow, all we have today is are these feelings. And for you, it's like excitement. And like, how cool is that? You don't want to look back and be like, you know, what if you end up marrying this person? You're gonna be like, oh, I was freaking out the whole time when I really should have just been enjoying it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. No, that's totally right. And also, like, he's in Hawaii, too. So, like, a romantic place, like, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's like, I'm excited for you. Just, Just stay in the present. 
Thank you so much. I definitely needed to hear that this morning and I super duper appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you for calling. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for you and, and yeah, I'm just, let's, I'll, I'll stay in the present too today and, and you do it. We'll do it together. We'll work, we'll, we'll work on it together. Okay, perfect. I love knowing mm-hmm. that you and I have the same goal for today. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for calling. Have a great rest of your thank week. You. Bye, babe. Thank, thank you. Bye. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery mystery, thriller, whodunit. And it is so scary and it's so emotive. And I literally was addicted to it. I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it. Audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. New Audible members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook 
to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, the, in, in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through that frizzy part that was smooth. So shout out way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with way. Go to T H E O U A I.com and enter promo code meetings for 15% off any product. That's T H E O U A I.com promo code me tanks spectrum one is a big deal you get spectrum internet with the most reliable internet speeds free advanced wi-fi for enhanced security and privacy and a free spectrum mobile unlimited line with nationwide 5g included all while saving big for the big speed big reliability and big savings you want get spectrum one just 49.99 a month for 12 months visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Let's talk to Isabella. Hi, Isabella. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I love you. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Hi. Um, How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for calling. What's going on? Good, of course. Um, I know this might be a little bit nosy. I just wanted to kind of check in as a longtime follower. I was just curious oh. if you and your boyfriend had broken up. Oh, you know, um, we actually did. I think a lot of people um, have kind of guessed that, you know, and I, this is one of those hard things about, you know, I've talked to you guys about it since the beginning, like yeah. how much to share, how much to not share. And it's always, you know, complicated when there's another person involved. But yes, we did um, break up. But I I think the world of him and, um, you know, just out of respect for him, I'm, you know, not going to be talking about the details or anything, but he's amazing. And, yeah. um, you know, he brought a lot of joy to my life. And I think you guys all saw that oh we could totally tell. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I know I think that's why I wanted to check in and just see how you're doing um I think you know we had kind of figured maybe that happened but yeah you know you're you're just as happy with or without him so I just wanted to send you love and check in that's so nice thank you oh you're making me cry thank you thank you thank you thank you that's really nice um of course yeah we love you thank oh, you thanks. love you thanks bye bye well, cat's out of the bag on that one. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's difficult. I didn't really know when to tell you guys. Um, but if I'm a little bit glum for the next few days or whatever, that's why. But like I said, I think the world of him and um, yeah, just, you know, a relationship isn't a fail. I think one of the things that I talk to you guys most about is like, you know, a relationship isn't a failure because it ends and this can be very a beautiful thing. And, um, you know, I am just, I'm so grateful that I spent time with this person and think the world of him and, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Let's talk to Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. How are you? Hi, Kinks. I'm so excited to talk to you. And just first of all, thank you for your vulnerability. I know that was a really hard question right before me, <laughs> and um, we love you, and just a quick anecdote, I was at work yesterday, and a coworker who, you know, we're in totally different generations, she says, I have a present for you, I go, oh my gosh, what is it, and I open it up, and it's your hot sauce dressing, and we have talked about you, like, in passing a couple of times, um, I'm from San Francisco, we work in sports, 
And oh um, it's just like the most thoughtful thing on Valentine's Day as a single girl who like just has a lot of female friendships and really values them. Um, it was really, really special. That's and we so have like nice. this, oh this woman network where we like foster female friendships in the office. And I just wanted to share that with you. And just we love you here in SS and you're, you're welcome here anytime. Oh, that's so kind. I'm, wow. I'm crying twice today. That's so nice. <laughs> I'm glad you work at such a nice place and have those female friendships. And that just makes me so happy. Thank you. And and I'm glad. I'm, I'm just glad that you have a friend like that. And I'm glad to be the, you know, whatever common ground in a way so and and obviously nothing but endless love for the bay area san francisco is the best so um yeah thank you for telling me that that's so nice um okay so i called because i mean i feel like a lot of us are going through this like change in eras yeah um, and so at the end of the month i'm moving out of san francisco and in with my family in sacramento okay and it's really just to save and to help me start working towards my long-term goals but as you probably can can relate I love San Francisco I've always wanted to live here I've been here for the last I've been in the Bay Area for a decade and in SF proper for the last three years and I feel my heart breaking a little bit um, because I've totally romanticized every bit of this city I have like the truest friends I've ever met who like really know me and see me and um, the thought of leaving them and even though I'm not going far, is um, really, really hard. And so I just wanted to check in to see, do you have any tips for this transition period? I know it's not forever, but I'm kind of mourning this this chapter of life ending. Yeah, oh, I totally feel you. I recently saw um, a TikTok, um, and it was about this, the, this girl was explaining sunset eras. She has this thing in her family where they call... Um, like a a period like you're in a transition period a sunset era and it's just it's kind of like mildly there's there's mild levels of discomfort you're kind of coming to the end of an era you don't know what's next but I just love that phrasing of sunset era because it's like beautiful and Mm -hmm. that's how they kind of describe it and it's just like it's just where you're at it's just like a little bit it's scary. There's, you don't know what's going to happen next. You love your life. And like, this is the right step for you. And I'm proud of you for planning and like, you know, making this plan and chasing your dreams and whatever. But yeah, it's, it's a lot. I totally understand. Um, and you're going to see your friends. You're not moving far. I think change is so hard. It's hard for everybody. And especially when you're kind of like leaving something that you love a lot and, um, you don't know what's coming next, but it might be amazing. In fact, it definitely will be amazing. You just don't know what it looks like yet. Um, I've left San Francisco too. That was like the worst day of my life when I left San Francisco. I was like, you know, not ready to leave and not knowing what's next. And it's just, it's the best place to live, but there's so much magic coming your way. And uh, I, I just am so excited for you. And I just, I'm proud of you. I know, I know it's like a lot. I know change is so scary, but you're going to see them and like, you know how to keep in touch with people. You know how to, you can drive there anytime you want. Like this is just your new era and you're going to look back and be like, wow, because I did that, I have this. You know what I mean? And that's the best feeling in the world. That is truly the best feeling in the world. So you are making, uh, you know, you're planning for your future and that's like admirable and amazing and sometimes like sacrifices in the short term I also love this mantra that's like the day you plant the seed is not the day you bear the fruit and that's Mm -hmm. always like when I'm on the beginning of a journey or like you know making a hard choice I always think like 
that 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 mantra really helps me you're like okay you're not going to see the results right away but like you're planting the seeds and that like imagery really really helps me in times like this yeah that's really powerful and okay sunset era so people know me I'm as like being obsessed with sunsets like I'm always taking pictures of them outside of my window my whole room is like sunset themed and so I can't believe you you mentioned that that is that touches my heart I love it that's that's oh my god I mean I love woo woo stuff like that so now you can just think of it as like okay you're in a sunset era like you know when we go watch a sunset we're not sad we're just feeling like appreciative of the moment because it was beautiful but we know something amazing will come the next day and it'll come again so just lean into that lean into that feeling thank you that brings me a lot of peace really appreciate you thanks love you tons and really proud of you Love you too. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye, babe. Bye. Okay. That was, yeah, it's tough. San Francisco is a really hard town to leave. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes you have to make those hard choices. There's something, I remember, I remember my weightlifting time, you guys remember how that lasted for like four months. I actually do want to get back into it. I that, I shouldn't say that like that. I loved it so much. And then I just was, got really busy. But that it, they had something in my gym that was like hard decisions in the short term make an easy life and easy decisions in the short term make a hard life. And I think about that a lot too, you know, when you're making the choices, like sometimes it sucks in the moment, whatever it may be, but it means down the road, you're going to be so happy that you did it. So um, that's another good mantra. All right, let's talk to Haley. Hi, Haley. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? How are you? What's what's happening this fine Wednesday? So I am one of three girls in my family. Okay. And um, my middle sister just got engaged and we're already planning the bachelorette party. Amazing. And it's kind of already stressing me out because... Oh God! I'm in New York. They're in Chicago, and we're probably going to have this bachelorette at, like a lake house in Michigan. And like, I'm already like, t- like spiraling about like all the money I'm about to spend. Yeah. And I feel like I'm already like I just like have this like bitterness because I like have already spent so much like thousands of dollars on my oldest sister's wedding and all this stuff. And I'm like thinking about budgeting, and I'm clearly not on the same page as everyone else. And I kind of had this realization that I'm the only single girl that's going to be at this bachelorette party. Like Oof. all the other girls are married. And Been so I'm there. like, I'm yep. clearly like dealing with a different budget than all of these girls who are, have like a two income household. So right. I guess right. If you had any advice, I'm like, even just like a mentality to think of when like, I'm starting to get like frustrated or bitter about the process and all of it. It's so tough. It's so it's just such a world of complex, uh, you know, things to juggle. And it's even more complicated because it's your sister. Um, I think, have you had a conversation with her about budget with, about your sister? Like about, have you just, yeah. So this is the other thing is like, I'm closer with my oldest sister and actually this is kind of the messed up thing is that my sister has not like fully even talked to me directly about me being a co-maid of honor. Like it's just kind of been assumed and I haven't actually gotten any information directly from my sister getting married. It's all been through my oldest sister who's like kind of been bullying her into answering questions about things. Oh my God. Well, to the point where I like told my older sister, I was like, can you just like make sure like you do it in like the sister group chat or like have her yeah. talk to me directly because I don't want to hear everything from your mouth instead of hers. Well, yeah. And also it's not fair to expect you guys to just deal with it when she's not even, you know, speaking. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think I would honestly use the fact that she hasn't spoke to you directly 
to your advantage. What I would do is call her and be like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm so excited for you. I'm going to be real with you. I'm very anxious about the money and I want to be there for you 110%, but I'm just going to be real with you. This is kind of my budget and I'm going to, you know, I can spend this much, um, you know, for the bachelorette and, and I can do other things that don't include spending money. I can plan stuff and whatever, but this is kind of my bandwidth, uh, money wise. And I just want to see how that fits in with your vision of, of what you want. Because here's the thing. I feel the same way about bachelorettes and weddings as I do birthdays. The kindest thing you can do to your friends or to your bridal party or whatever is to be honest, is to say, mm-hmm. hey, guys, this is my priority. OK, I really want to get great pictures or the only thing I want to do for my bachelorette is have one ragey night and like, you know, be savage that night. And that's all I care about. What The rest is up to you guys. I don't mind. Or the only thing that I want is to relax. Whatever, However we do that is fine. But that's the thing I want, because, you know, what people are taking lots of time and money out to celebrate you. So really you'd think the least you could do is just be real about your expectations. Mm -hmm. So I would just call her and be like, dude, I have, you know, whatever $2,000 to spend on this and that's kind of it. And that has to include flights. So let me know what you want and what you're thinking. And I just want to get ahead of this. Just get ahead of it because otherwise you're going to be freaking out. And and like, you know, it's not it's not on your other sister to be the middleman. And it's not on you to try and be Sherlock Holmes detective to try and figure out what your sister getting married wants. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, yeah, no, that was actually super helpful. I'm like trying to like I'm a photographer. So I'm like, OK, I'll take pictures. I'm oh, gonna be yeah. Costumes, so I'm like, I'll be doing all of that stuff. And I've kind of already like done a little bit of that. But like definitely the money thing that stresses me out the much uh, the most and like obviously I'm like not the first person to say this but it like sometimes it feels like you're spending all of your extra money on like other totally. people's happiness yeah and exactly like, no and it's a lot and like and then on top of it you're the only single girl there so you're gonna go and everyone is gonna be sitting around and be like well my husband does this and my husband and you're just gonna be sitting there like <laughs> okay but but listen yeah. about that don't pay it any mind okay you have no idea what goes I'm not being defensive for single people I'm not I'm not shitting on married people. Hear me now. I want to say that. But you mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on. Okay. Like, you know, because I've been in those situations where I'm there and everyone has a boyfriend or a husband and I'm single and I'm like, you know, I feel like the odd man out. You don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. You don't know. Some of those people probably haven't had sex for a year. Okay. So, and it's not a competition. It's not a competition, but you can't compare. You don't compare comparisons thief of joy you know they're probably gonna have a lot of questions because you know when married people they get in big groups they're gonna be like are you dating anyone what are you doing are you are you saying you know oh my god have you had gone any fun dates lately (laughs) just just be like okay just take a walk when you need you're gonna be fine just get ahead get a walk actually is a great (laughs) you know i'm always like i'll go get iced you know don't have to ask me twice like you know just get some air it's fine um and get ahead of the money thing Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much. This is super helpful. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Good luck. I, Thank you. <laughs> sending you strength and good vibes. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. Bye, babe. Okay. We're going to talk to Mackenzie. Hi, Mackenzie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? How's your Wednesday going? It's going. Um, <laughs> it's sunny out, so I can't complain. There you but, go. Um, I actually have a question from a friend who couldn't call in today. Okay. Um, Love that. So, but I'm involved. I feel like I'm involved enough in the details that, like, I can talk for her. Okay. Um, 
she met a guy recently through she just moved to London oh cool um yeah and so she like met a guy through friends like just trying to meet people and um she's wondering because now she's got like a crush on him like it was just kind of supposed to be that they went out and it was friendly um and then all of a sudden she caught feelings and they had a lot of drinks that night and like at the end of the night she sent him an embarrassing text um but he like did answer and was like yeah like we could hang out again and she's wondering like how does she recover from it and like where does she go from here with this do you have the text do you know what it said let me see i think i do did they did they make out at the end of the night no because it's kind of like they know each other through like co-workers so i feel like she tried to keep it pretty professional okay i want to read the text i want to know what it says <laughs> scrolling back I feel like my gut instinct is, um, is he British? Do you know? No, he's also American. Okay. That does make a difference because I feel like British guys are more passive when it comes to dating or whatever. Um, I feel like depending on the severity of the cringe text, I mean, either way, it's fine because box theory. I just, I feel like from his response, like based on it, we can kind of tell like if there's something there or not. I mean, also maybe she does nothing. Like maybe she just doesn't, she just lets it vibe. And then if he follows up again, I mean, I feel like if her text was something like, oh my God, I had a lot of fun tonight like let's hang out again and he was like yeah we can hang out again I feel like if he wants to if there's something there like if there's a bigger spark then I feel like he'll text her to hang out again or yeah I mean I wouldn't I, w- I usually think that with cringe texts it's just better to leave it and it's like the bigger deal you make of it the worse it gets you know what I mean like she's definitely not apologize definitely not backpedal just just kind of like yeah just see what he does did you find the text yeah okay he said um he was I guess in the text message she was like at the very end she was like we should meet up again and like I think he kind of blew over the cringe but I think she's still embarrassed by the cringe because he was just like yeah I think we should like what are your upcoming plans um but then to her she didn't know if that was like him just kind of being like nice and like not really making a plan or if there could be something like if she should take him up on that wait but why was that cringe why I don't get what like I feel like you're leaving out like the beginning part was it really bad was she like I literally want to have your babies you sexy man we should hang out again (laughs) or was she just Uh, like we need to know the cringe so I need (laughs) I don't have the wait I can't find the cringe but I know like then she doesn't have any I feel like if you don't even remember it like I when you said cringe I thought it was something like really crazy like I was one time dating this guy and I got like fucking wasted and I was like you should come over to my house and go down on me right now and he was like haha yeah and then like never text me again like that's cringe like that's bad that's like really bad but um this sounds like she was just like we should hang out and he was like yeah we should hang out like okay I think it's like a nothing burger. Tell her, tell her not, uh, tell her not to worry. That's my overarching message is don't worry and just see how it goes. Like, see what happens. Nothing to be embarrassed about. I feel like I always say that and she's going to take it a lot better hearing it from you, like an outside source. Like if I tell her like, 
oh, I don't think like whatever you said was cringe. I cannot find the original screenshot that you sent me. But yeah, and just uh, remind her of box theory. Like if he likes her and they're gonna date, they were gonna date. And if they were never gonna date, she could have literally sent the most perfect text in the world and like she could have had William Shakespeare write her fucking text and it still wouldn't have mattered. So she just needs to take a chill. She just needs to relax and, and see and enjoy it and enjoy moving to London. Oh my God, I'm going to London on, I'm going home on Friday. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, yeah. Tell her it's all good. Okay. I will. And, uh, do you have any recommendations of where she could take him in, uh, North or central London? Oh my God. North or central London. You know, there's a restaurant called, uh, Lemonia or Lemonia, depending on how you pronounce it. It is like, it's like, if you know, you know, vibes it's in Primrose Hill. It's Greek food. It's like so cute. It's perfect casual dinner spot. It's the type of casual dinner spot that only exists in London and I know that sounds snobby I don't really give a fuck it's perfect and they bring you little olives at the beginning of the meal you have some like Greek wine you have really good food it's very casual but the food's good it's not like a 10 food but it's like very solid and then they bring you Turkish delight little snackies at the end of the meal and then you walk to the pub there's a good pub next door and you have a perfect date and then you walk in Primrose Hill and you make out. That's what I'm manifesting for her. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I will let her know, <laughs> ignore the cringe, just keep the vibes going, go to Lemonia and then make out. Cause we're all manifesting that. Exactly. I'm manifesting for her. And you're a really good friend by the way, for calling for her. That's so nice. And thank you for, for doing that for her. Of course. She's uh, an accountant in busy season. So Aww. one of us one of us has to keep the vibes going. I love that. That's so nice. And that also reminds me I need to deal with my taxes. So thank you. Yeah. Everyone do your taxes. <laughs> okay. Bye, babe. Thank you so much for bye. calling. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate taxes so much. It's like, I don't understand. Like, honestly, if you're listening to me, the IRS, I think that you're so mean. Like, they're basically like, okay, you owe um, a certain amount of money. And everyone's like, okay, well, how much money do we owe? And they're like, no, you, we're not going to tell you. You have to figure it out yourself. And if you get it wrong, you go to jail. I I mean, I just, just tell me. Just send me one bill. I don't need all the fucking paperwork. I don't need all the, you know, back and forth. Just tell me. Just send me the big number and I'll send you the money. I don't want to do a math problem. It's traumatizing and it reminds me of being in school. And I thought we were done ma- with math. So, just please tell me how much money you want from me so I don't have to have anxiety attacks. Okay. Uh, we let's, let's do a voicemail. Let's mix it up. Hi, this message is for Tink. My name is Sid. I am from Colorado and I am in my first year of college. And since I'm my first year of college, this has been a really rocky start, really rough start. Um, I picked my, I'm a triple roommate, um, like housing in my dorm and the two roommates that I got ended up just being total mean girls, um, just kind of like awful people. And I've just been kind of struggling because they kind of got, went, started going around and like making stuff up and saying it to other girls at my school. And I feel like it just really like put a damper on like me making relationships with other girls in a place that's already such a hard start to the situation. And just, like, moving and starting a new school and everything. So, you know, I was going to see if you had any advice about what to do in this scenario. And I know it's best to just not engage or pretend like you don't know anything. But at this point when it's, like, 
interfering with my way of making friends and they're telling girls something about me so they already have like a preconceived notion about me before I even know them. I just want to get your advice on what you would do and how you would handle that. Thanks so much. I'm so sorry that um, I'm so sorry that's happening to you and that's so mean. Girls can be so mean. Girls can be so cruel and I I hate that. So you know yeah usually I would say like just ignore it like rise above Michelle Obama when they go low we go high but I think in this case you might just want to do one last ditch effort and sit them down or take one of them take the nicest one to a coffee and say hey can I just can I talk to you for a second I don't know what I did to you but you're I wouldn't say it like that because that sounds like you know combative I would really try if you do this if you go this route I would try to kill with kindness I would say uh, listen I'm in a really bad way like people are they think that you know have these negative preconceived notions about me and I heard you were talking about me and it really hurt my feelings and it's I'm already having a tough time and now I'm having a tough time making friends if there's something I did to you can we please just talk about it because I'm this is really I'm really not feeling great right now and just appeal to her sense of humanity I mean hope hopefully she has one usually I never want you to forget that what Susie says of Sally says more of Sally than Susie did I get that right yeah it's not about you it's about them like the reason that girls are mean is because they hate themselves okay yeah once in a while a girl is just like a bitch through and through but usually girls are mean to other girls because they're going through shit inside themselves now that doesn't make it any easier on you like you're still the one who's catching all this fallout but I really don't want you to internalize that it's anything to do with you okay because it's not and it sounds like what they're doing is bullying like that's bullying like spreading lies and rumors about someone but the truth is you know Shakespeare said one of my favorite Shakespeare quotes the truth will out and I think about that often because the truth always does come out it will come out that you're a good person and a nice person and a fun person and people will be your friend eventually and the truth will also come out about them that they're mean and nasty people can't hide forever, you know, and sometimes initially it can feel so frustrating. It can be like, why are these nasty people getting all these, this attention and you know, whatever, but eventually the truth always comes out. So I would buy, I would try one more time to whoever's nicest and just be like, why, please, why are you doing this? Like just appeal to their humanity and just come at it from a very vulnerable place. And if they don't bite on that, then they are truly bitches and you got to just go high like Michelle Obama says ignore them try to look for friends elsewhere focus on yourself and just bide your time because eventually people will see through their nastiness and it's also like rumors are so weird like now I don't believe anything that I see like in comments or about people online because it's all like made up the only thing that I go off of is how my interactions with people in person. How did I feel when I left them? And always remember this. People never forget how you make them feel. So even if these nasty girls are like, oh, saying, oh, this or that about her, people might hear that and maybe they'll think about it for a little bit, but people only remember how you make them feel. So when you meet people, just be your normal, bubbly, nice self. And that's what they'll remember. They'll be like, that's weird. That rumor about her is totally not my experience. And they're going to go off of their experience, not some shady rumor. Um, but I'm really sorry that you're going through that. That's annoying and awful. And, um, I promise you it won't last. I promise you. I know it feels really bad now, but 
thinking of you and sending you lots of strength. Okay, guys. Well, um, what a show. I announced a live show. I uh, guess I announced my breakup. I have a cold. Our phones were kind of broken for most of it. So um, love that for me. Mercury does not seem like it's in retrograde, but uh, maybe it is for me. If you want to, again, I'm just putting this out there. If you want to come on stage in the live show in Austin, email it's me tinks at SiriusXM.com with a brief note about what you want to talk about. And if you ever want to leave me a voicemail, it's 866-993-8267. Um, Fashion Week is over. It was fantastic. I think my favorite show was Carolina Herrera. It was unbelievable. I need to do a bigger recap because it was just so breathtaking and lovely. And I just always feel so honored to get to go. I mean, I, seriously, it's like a major pinch me moment every time. I still can't believe it. I get like a rush of just gratitude, you know, thinking about my time here. And I saw these girls, they were younger, way, way younger than me at in the back of a show. And they were like helping me find my seat and whatever. And I just thought, that that used to be me and I was just like I was like oh girls like I'm so proud of you I know it's a lot of work this week and they must have been like you know 20 or something um and I just feel very lucky that I get to be here and and watch shows now a very full circle moment um I love you guys I love you so much I have a really cool and fun episode (laughs) cool and fun good good words tanks use use those big words sound like a dad um episode on Friday And if you enjoyed this episode, you could do me a solid and share it with a friend. I'll see you guys on Friday. I love you. Bye. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.